You're listening to a podcast on the Geeky Dad Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. When the kids are asleep, that's when dad has time to play. Welcome to the Geeky Dad After Dark. This week is a extra special episode of the Geeky Dad After Dark. We have a special guest, David Vandervelt. He's going to be giving us uh, some some inside knowledge on Doctor Who and uh, his his history and with the Doctor and all the cool things that we can get from the conversation that we're going to have with the Geeky Wife, who is actually a new um, Doctor Who fan. So it's going to be a cool little episode where we have... Uh, contrast between a new Doctor Who fan and a seasoned Doctor Who fan. So you get to see two different perspectives of Doctor Who. So if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's definitely, definitely the episode for you. So stick around and check it out. Alonze. What are you talking about? I'm trying to sound like David Tennant. Uh, it's Alonze. Yeah, this uh, episode, we're talking about Doctor Who. My favorite doctor. Who are you talking about? David Tennant. Who? Doctor. Who? Doctor Who. Yes. You didn't grow up with Doctor Who, so you're just like a pretender. Mm, I guess. Yeah, uh, my name is uh, Ariel, and I am the Geeky Dad, and this is the Geeky Wife. Who? Yes, who? Who are you? I am the geeky wife. Right. And this is the geeky dad after dark. And, uh, you know, I, I've i seen Doctor Who since, okay, I was, since I was a little kid. It's a show. It's a show on PBS. All right. Late at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how we used to stay up? Hmm? How do you used to stay up? What? I I used to go to sleep late at night when I was a kid. Oh my god, your parents. You should only show on like on Saturday nights. Late at night, like 12 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. On PBS. There was nothing else to watch. Mm. It was either that or watch Honeymooners reruns at night. Oh, you didn't like Honeymooners? Uh, I've seen like every episode like three or four times already. Mm, not me. I don't know. You don't like anything black and white? No, I don't. No. By the way, Doctor Who started out as a black and white show. That's mm. how long it's been around. Yeah. I yeah. don't like black and white. I'm not like you. You're mm. colorblind. Well, I started you off with uh, the Eccleston version. Fantastic. Yeah. Which uh, apparently... Um, that is a show that actually started the renaissance of Doctor Who. 
you know, because in that show, they actually made Doctor Who a little bit more cooler. Because mm-hmm. he was wearing like a leather jacket, you mm-hmm. know, he was more suave. Yeah, and every now and then he would say, "Fantastic." You know, he had a he had a blonde chick. It has a weird face, though. Yeah, but uh, for the first time, I think that was the first time he had like a love interest. Yeah. Yeah. Really, not like love, but like a companion. And then it really started to blow up when David Tennant took over. Yeah. And you know, he was only in his like 30s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He was young when he started Mm -hmm. that. Now he's in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like him. I like him a lot. David Tennant was around uh, for a couple of years. And then um, another actor took over. Mm -hmm. And then David Tennant came back again Mm -hmm. for like one episode. And. then they they change actors again, and then they change actors again, and now it's the sixtieth anniversary of Doctor Who, and they brought back David Tennant, my favorite doctor. Yeah, so it's now on Disney. You can tell that they actually upped the budget, right? Yes, yes, this season, of yeah. course. Yeah, and uh, I think they brought David Tennant in to sort of up the ratings a little bit because. Yeah. The um, chumps like me who would watch Dr. Tennant just for him. I'm sorry. I mean, la- Dr. Who. The last couple of years have not been no. as exciting. No, and they have too many uh, teammates. Yeah, I have not liked any of the companions that no. the doctor had. No. You know. Uh, ever since uh, Clara left, yeah. I haven't liked anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Amy Pond wasn't bad. Yes. But um, Clara took over for Amy. Yeah. Yeah, she was like the transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amy Pond wouldn't come back because she's a Marvel girl yeah, now. She's and she big. also has Jumanji. Yeah, she's big. <laughs> yeah, so David Tennant came back in the, in the season finale of um, The Female Doctor. Yes. Now, you were surprised when you saw him, right? Well, not really, because he already told me. Yeah, so, you know... You kind of The weird it. thing about that, when he... When he like, when a doctor dies, mm-hmm. he transforms into a new body, and a new actor takes over. That's how you can continue to sh- the show for over 60 yeah. years. Degenerate. Yeah, that's a smart way. Yeah. You know, you know they basically write the recasting into the show. Yeah. And basically they can continue to still make it fresh every couple of years. Yeah. And um he was a woman for a, he was a woman for a couple of years and uh he he changed back into a a doctor he was previously. This is the first mm-hmm. time it's ever been done yeah. before. Uh but usually when a doctor changes, he keeps the clothes of what he wears. Mhm. When he changes. This time he didn't. That was weird. No. They never explained that. He came back with his, uh, what do you call those shoes? Keds. His tight, tight ass suit. Tight suit, like vest and keds and his uh, tie. Well, technically, if he did. And what happened to the girl doctor's bra? Why wasn't he wearing it? I don't know. I don't even know if that girl doctor wore a bra. Why wouldn't she? That's what I'm saying. Like, what happens to her clothes? 
I don't know what happened. They never explained that. Mm-hmm. Also, they never explained how he aged. Mm-hmm. He's the same actor, but now he aged. Yeah, he looks a bit old, yes. Yes. But I would say, out of all the doctors, he's the most stylish. Mm-hmm. His hair is nice. Mm-hmm. His suit is nice. Yes. He's super skinny, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's skinny, but I like his spunk. Like... I like his episodes better. Yeah. It's more engaging. Right. And I love his expressions. Yeah. It's a crazy expression. I think he's the perfect doctor. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, Star Beast, the Meep. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew the Meep was bad, right? Yeah, you knew that. Mm-hmm. Good design on the Meep. Meep. Good, good animatronics. It looked good. Meep. Yeah. They um, also talk about they... They, them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They worked it in. A mm-hmm. lot of people criticizing that online, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting way to approach it. Yes. Uh, you brought With back- Doctor Who, yes, because they always go to Alien Planet and Daleks. Who are they? Daleks them? are... It's. <laughs> it's. <laughs> but, you know, um, the Doctor is also now a woman and a man. Yeah. So, how do you... Not woman and a man. I mean, yeah. How would you pronounce the doctor now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, we don't want to give away the spoiler. Yeah. But then, also, Donna comes back. Yeah. Yeah. The crazy Donna. In fact, a lot of the past... Dr. Donna. A lot of past um, companions have showed up in the last couple of episodes. So if you're a fan of Doctor Who from the last 60 years, you'll be surprised to see some old companions come mm-hmm. back. The second episode... I would have liked to see Rose, though. I also would like to see Rose, but I, I don't know. Yes, but you are right. She's in a different... Uh, She's in another dimension. Yes, with the other Doctor. You're right, because or else... Yes. Now, the second episode is actually my favorite one out of the three. Okay. Because... The, the Wild Blue Yonder. Okay. Because that was an interesting episode. True. You know, it's just them stuck on a, on a, on Space a ship. Spaceship. And how many episodes of... Mavity. How many different episodes of Doctor Who and, like, like start out like this? Mavity. How many times have we seen episodes where they get stuck in a spaceship? Hmm. They always get stuck. Exactly. It's like a a tradition. They always do that. Yes, and TARDIS always leaves when there's danger. Yeah, and there's always, like, a weird thing that happens on the ship and they have to save everybody. they have to save everybody, yeah. That happens, like, over, like, a hundred times already. Mm -hmm. But this time, we saw some... Crazy new villains. Mm-hmm. Creepy. They, they um, they're the same. And what was the scene you liked? What is, <laughs> these villains? They can copy. Yeah. The the heroes of the show. Yeah. So Doctor Who wanted to stop them, so he put some salt on the floor and said, "Like, oh, it's superstitious. Do you believe in that, or else you gotta start counting the salt?" <laughs> start there. counting the salt. <laughs> it, it was a funny episode. And then his head comes out of his butt. Oh, oh my god, I was laughing so hard, I was coughing. Uh, what about the fact that his... Um, his um, arms were long? Yes, his arms that was and creepy. eyes and face, that was weird. everything was like droopy. That was creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. But the funniest was when his head was up, coming out of his butt, like twisted. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, then we have the other... Uh, also, yeah. um, David Tent have a really good chemistry with Donna. 
Yes, they do have a good chemistry. Like a best friend chemistry, not like love chemistry. The thing with David Tennant, I think he has good chemistry with anybody. Yeah. You ever notice he only talks to anybody if, if it sounds like they've known each other for years. Yeah. Even amazing. when he met the new um, head of unit with the wheelchair, they yeah. were talking like they knew each other for years. Mm-hmm. And that's a new character. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, David Tennant rules in terms but of that. this season, they talk about the... Um, they're, uh, it's a different unit of police they have, like, you know, just for the doctors. No, units has always been on the show. No, they never talked about it like this. Like, they have a headquarter and everything. Well, uh, I think they got a bigger budget now yeah, because of that's Disney. That's what I'm trying to say. And they use Avengers Tower. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. That is what I was trying to say. Unit know? has always been on the show. But uh, I think they lost the rights to use Torchwood anymore because after a while they got rid of Unit and then they used Torchwood. Yeah. Unit has been a part of the show for like since. I know, but like, they yeah. never showed the big headquarter. You know. Yeah. yeah. They they showed the 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 head lady, because that her dad used to be part of, the uh, unit and now she took over. Okay. Yeah. Um, the second ep the third episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't like as much. It was a little weird. The toy maker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't recall him fighting the toy maker. The toy maker was a a villain from the old sixties. I don't remember that. But show, mm-hmm. he's kind of like a a, a mitzoplik, kind of like the a, a more powerful version of the master. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the same race as Doctor Who. He seems like, pretty powerful dude. Yeah. Um. But uh, apparently he puts the master and turns him into a tooth. Gold tooth. Yeah. And somebody picks up the tooth at the end. So that means the master will be coming back. Well, I mean, if you have Doctor Who, you always have the master. Mm-hmm. Always comes back. Always have the Daleks. Not really. Usually yeah. he teams up with something. Yeah. But Daleks actually didn't die. They always they come never, back. never com- They never, never, they never die. They're like, the Doctor has a certain amount of villains. They have Cybermen. Yeah. They have the Daleks. Yeah. You have the master. Um, Those three are main. Main. Yeah. They always come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in this episode, um, David Tennant gets killed. Mm-hmm. But they do a, a, a twist. Yes. He bi-generates now. Instead of uh, regenerating, they bi-generates. And I mm-hmm. think they did that. Just to keep David Tennant Just open. Just to keep David Tennant open because why would you want to, you know. Kill he, him off. He seems like he likes to do it. Yes, and he's popular. And, you know, if, if ratings ever fall for the new Doctor... They will bring... They David. can bring him back. And, in fact, I think they should do a spin-off mm-hmm. with Unit. Yeah. It's and, Unit and David, and David Tennant. Tennant. And he just teams up with different older companions. Yes. You know? With Donna. Donna is all... They, they hinted Donna's going to join Unit. Yeah. They gave her a job. Yeah. So, right there, that's a spin-off right there. I would watch it. I'd watch it for David Tennant. I think I'd watch that more than the regular Doctor Who. Yeah. Now. One question I have. Yes. Why that dude was wearing, I mean, he was in his knickers. That's now, how the British okay, people so, so. Why wasn't he white, when in his David tidy Tennant dies, knickers? He now separates into two and one of the, of the two is now, he's a black guy. Mm-hmm. Right? With the pearly white teeth. Yes. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Pearly. Yeah. Now, one thing I don't like about this new actor, I'm going to say it up front. He came off as too smug 
Mm. Too confident and too, like, prepared. Mm. Usually the doctor is a bit confused at yes. the beginning. Yes, it It's like and, he and, has to and David Tennant acclimate was, with and the he, David Tennant was confused when it happened. Yeah. But this he, guy was like, oh, I'm... I know everything going on. Ooh, blah, yeah, blah. David Tennant, on the other hand, was like, what the heck is going on? Like, right. he was a bit confused. Like, that's the expression we wanted. Like, And I feel like this actor is a little too young. Mm, suave type of one. Like, you know, he's like, oh. He looks like he's too cool for the school. Yeah. You know who would have been a good Doctor Who? Edris Elba. I oh, man. How cool, how badass that would be. Oh, I'm sorry, I talk shit about him all the time, remember? Like, he couldn't even... He was the horrible gatekeeper for Asgardian. No, but with his shit. British accent, he would be a good Doctor Who. Yeah. If not Doctor Who, he would be a good master. True. Because he plays yeah. villains really good. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't know. But I think, like... he. I don't know if Luther finished. They did the movie last, but... I mean, Luther can always come back. Whatever. I always thought that Benedict Cumberbatch would have made a good Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know. I guess he's too big for the... Uh, Not now. Yeah. But I'm saying... Just because he's British. But he had his show, the Sherlock Holmes. He was good in that one. I think he can pull off the quirkiness. Because Doctor Strange is kind of like quirky. Yeah. Definitely... Um, Loki could could be a great Tom doctor. Hilton, yeah. He would have been a great Doctor Who. He could be. Yeah. But I don't know. You don't think he would be a good doctor? I mean, it's too close to Loki. The yes. role. But you see, like, all those characters, I mean, like, person, actor you're talking about, mm-hmm. they're too big to, you know, like... David Tennant's like, pretty big now. I know, but I don't think they're going to come for, like, a Doctor Who. You know, I like always series. wanted David Tennant to be Doctor Strange, actually. I don't know. I feel like David Tennant's not tall enough, or maybe I'm... I've seen him with a, with a, with a goatee. He kind of looks good. I did. I he also did a villain part really well in that um, show, um, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's Marvel, right? Yeah, and Good Samaritan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was the villain in those. Yeah. And who can forget like Ducktail? He's amazing in that one. Uncle Scrooge. Yeah. And he's also in Ahsoka. True. What was his name? Hunang? Huang. Huang. Yeah. So now... I, he... I was so pissed. I'm like, why couldn't they just put his face? Not the body. Why not So his now face? he's in Marvel. He's mm-hmm. in um, Star Wars. Yeah. He's in um, Disney. Mm-hmm. DuckTales. And the only thing he's not in is uh, Star Trek. Yeah. He's going to be the trifecta. He needs to be in... Oh, he's also in, in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in Harry Potter. Yeah. So, dude's in every franchise. Yeah. It's popular. Dude's popular. Yeah. Yeah. And he's having a third season of uh, Good Omens. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. I couldn't get into it. Like, to me, I I just didn't like it. It's kind of a weird show. But yeah. apparently it's popular. It's three seasons. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. I like him in Doctor Who. I like him in other ways. like. Right. So, I have a special guest coming on the show. His name is David Vandervelt. Mm-hmm. He's going to be our big uh, Doctor Who um, expert on the show. So, um, 
After these messages, he's going to be on the show and we're going to talk Doctor Who and we're going to go really deep. Very deep. Yeah, this guy is going to be giving us a lot of deep knowledge. Okay? About who? I don't know who. Some who. I don't know who. Who? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Okay, that's it. All right, we'll be right back. He's on the run from the law, falsely accused of murdering his... Wait. Got my scripts mixed up here. Uh, Here we go. This makes more sense. The Movie Wire Podcast with host Justin Henson. Hear Justin's movie verdict wherever you listen to podcasts. Tune in to the Movie Wire today. Okay, everybody. I I have a special guest today. I have uh, a friend of mine, David Vanderfleet. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, it gets a little boring with just me talking alone or, you know, with a family member. I got to bring in some some person from outside of the hemisphere in my group. So I brought in David here to talk about uh, one of my favorite shows, Doctor Who. David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, where where to begin? Let's talk about my history with Doctor Who. Yes. I discovered Doctor Who in 1984. Oh, yeah. On PBS in New Jersey. Exactly. PBS. 12-year-old me flipping through the channels on a Saturday night. And flipping through the channels back then literally meant flipping through the channels on the dial, clicking through all the UHF stations. And it was a little fuzzy. (laughs) Yes, it was a lot fuzzy. On a black and white portable TV set. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. My sisters wouldn't let me watch TV downstairs while they were watching Fantasy Island or whatever it was on. Uh, And I discovered this weird show with this, you know, it was just crazy. And it was in the middle. So I had no idea what was going on. Right, yes. And I remember I, the first image I saw was like K9 going across the screen. That was the first time I ever saw Doctor Who. It would have been like three stories before that for me. Right. I, for, my first Doctor Who story was uh, Robots of Death. Oh, yeah. Which was the fourth Doctor and Leela. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually her first story after her introduction story. Mm-hmm. I even missed the beginning, so it was already into the story. Like I didn't see the TARDIS or anything. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, I just knew it had this amazingly out there Art Deco design because it was those robots. You, you know the yeah. ones about the green robots with the yeah. pink smiles. Uh, scared and fascinated little twelve-year-old me right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me, and it was there was no internet or anything like that. I had to find the TV guide afterwards and figure out what it was, and then like find out what I could about this in 1984, and uh, mm-hmm. discovered it was on every Saturday, and it just you know became a way of life for a little nerd like yeah. me. Uh, uh, and I was uh, always a fan from that point on. Uh, watched the show right up through the end of it in the in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, was part, you know. The, then there was, uh, you know, collected the books in the right. in the magazine and TV movie. Uh, yeah, the '96 was the TV movie with Paul yeah. McGann. Yeah, which everybody was all excited about the idea of oh maybe new Doctor Who, but it didn't do well in America, so it didn't get surprisingly. I know everybody you know, who saw it in my like circle loved it, but I don't know what happened. Why didn't take uh, off, you know? Because it premiered against Roseanne on a Tuesday night ah, America, yeah. and nobody watched it. I mean, yeah. you weren't looking for it. You didn't watch it. If you knew what it was, you were there. Mm-hmm. It would have uh, it it worked great if it if it was like partnered with like X-Files that night, you know? 
Yeah, they'd done it on a Friday, Friday or a Saturday, uh, whatever night X Files was on yeah. at that point. Not a Friday, or, they, you know, they put it in the midweek because that's when it was. But yeah, it could have worked really well if they'd paired it with that. But it was a two-hour movie, so it took right. higher Fox block, so they couldn't put it on with something else. Um, then in around two thousand, I was mm-hmm. I work in theater. My right. I'm a primarily a stage manager, production manager, and I did some work in sound design. And in 2000, I was working on a sound design and I needed some effects. And I was, this is early internet. Mm-hmm. So I'm Googling, looking around for things. And uh, I think it was, must've been Napster. Uh, I went, oh, you know what? I wonder, I would found like a remix of Doc, the Doctor Who theme song. I, went, I wonder if there's any other ones. And I found, suddenly I realized I'm listening to Peter Davison, the fifth doctor, mm-hmm. doing a, a with with his companions doing a new a story. I'm like, I've never heard what is this? And that's when I discovered Big Finish. Oh yes. Yes. And so yeah, 99, 2000 is when that started. And they've been going ever since. There are like 500 mm-hmm. episodes of Doctor Who starring the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth doctors. Yes. Uh, with the casts. I mean, mm-hmm. Christopher Eccleston has come back and done a bunch yeah john hurt did a dozen of them before he passed mm-hmm. away yeah um uh but uh so i and believe me i've got a wall full of those like i've got over 400 plus the ones that i have just as downloads mm-hmm. you can see my i've got a hard drive just filled with that <laughs> um and you know it was you know it was a still a, a fringe thing in like 2002 2003 right. to be a doctor who fan when uh do you remember uh, the BBC had started doing um, webcasts and they create, they took a, a book with the seventh doctor and they turned it into a, their own radio show. Then after that, they did uh, Paul McGann uh-huh. doing Shada, which was the lost oh, yes. doctor story. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that. With, one. with, with Lala Ward as Ramana and K9 mm-hmm. rewrote the story to make it, work out with them and the eighth doctor mm-hmm. and then bbc went nuts and they went let's just do a new doctor who not as a tv show but as a web show mm-hmm. and they hired richard e grant and they did an original web sp- uh, sh- story called the scream of shalka have you ever right. seen that and he, and he showed up in an episode right uh richard he, e grant richard e grant eventually showed up in a in several matt smith's episode yes as a different character yeah but uh but yeah but he was also one of the doctors from the curse of fatal death which was the moffat uh rowan atkinson uh children in need oh, yes yeah i remember that one um uh, with um uh, richard e grant hugh grant jim mm-hmm. broadbent uh and joanna lumley also mm-hmm. starring yeah. as the doctor and uh jonathan price as a fantastic master yeah oh he was hysterical in that but uh, yeah, so Richard Grant played a new version of the Doctor, supposedly the Ninth Doctor, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Derek Jacoby as the Master, right? Uh, a little advanced, un, uh, synch- uh, you know. So is that does that count as canon? It does not until okay. you get into the endless, uh, the Timeless Child. Mm-hmm. It was it, uh, there was that one bit there in the Timeless Child where they were flashing all these different possible uh, Doctors and the Richard D. Grant one was one that appeared in there. Um, 
but uh yeah there are three different versions of the ninth doctor mm -hmm. <laughs> because of because of that time uh and they were just getting ready to like advance that into a series when they went oh you know what never mind this we're gonna do a new tv show and gave it to right. rte and cast christopher eccleston and then the rest is history from there mm -hmm. of course yeah uh, but so yeah i've been a doctor who fan for the long haul um so i'm gonna ask you like who is your favorite doctor uh you know i i get really cagey on that because sometimes i'm like well what do you mean favorite doctor it's the doctor they're all the doctor mm -hmm. you know um, actor wise i mean actor wise yeah. i really uh like that late pertwee early baker era like Ooh, so, yeah uh, yeah uh, i think that's an underrated era yeah oh yeah uh that first unit era right around mm -hmm. season eight season nine yeah um, when was, joe was on yeah. board it's just such a great time and the master he was, comes he was in. much more action-based oh that totally <laughs> yeah. changed the show yeah um, it, you know, the fans who had been, you know, the kids that grew up on Doctor Who watching Patrick Troughton, who was mm -hmm. a vastly underrated doctor, mm -hmm. um, suddenly had this, you know, doctor that runs around and does kung fu and drives mm -hmm. cars. Yeah, and I, was, doctors. I always wanted his son to portray him as the doctor. You no, know, it's it's one of those, you see those. Uh, they look so much alike. They do, and they sound alike, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean. He grew up with it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's kind of a, you know, it, 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 I would imagine that would be a very daunting thing to do mm -hmm. to put on your father's costume and, and, and play the part. Uh, I could see him doing it for like a, a one off little thing. I don't know if he would ever, you know, like if, if they had done that Christmas special where they did the history of Doctor Who with yeah. uh, David Bradley as the first mm -hmm. Doctor. If they'd gotten into the third Doctor era with that, like if they explored in short little scenes, yeah. where the show went from sixty six to seventy three, even so that they could have that when he, uh, the first Doctor comes back for the three Doctors, mm -hmm. if they'd gone that far with the story, I could have seen Sean uh, Sean Pertwee. What is his yes. name? Yeah, yes. I could have seen them going after him to play his father for that, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd want him to play the part or at least have him play the third doctor. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't mind like doing I like wouldn't mind cameo, seeing him as the like a cameo. It would be 17, I, like I'm saying, as yeah. in, a, in a small little cameo in a one scene, or like I said, or playing John, per, playing his father, not playing mm -hmm. a doctor in uh, some sort of documentary story uh, document mm -hmm. would be really great. Mm -hmm. Um uh, oh, did you ever see that movie based on uh, like the behind the scenes uh, making of Doctor Who? They did a TV movie, and they had an actor play uh, the first Doctor, and that yeah. actor came back. The Adventures, the uh, Adventures in Time and Space and Time. And yes, David Bradley, and that's as, the, as William Hartnell, and because uh, they get right up to the second doctor they drive right. to the generation but no the cool thing is that doctor now plays the first doctor now yeah he does yeah he's uh, done it in what two stories yeah, he's done it twice now yeah, yeah he did it in the last he did it in the last 12th doctor story in the last mm -hmm. 13th doctor. yeah um which was a surprise that was the one surprise i i've I managed to stay away from till i saw it was that appearance of the classic doctors in jody's last story mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was great um 
but uh it's so hard to avoid spoilers these days isn't it i know uh, i know uh, and i mean i was surprised i was really surprised when david Tennant came back you know i mean i heard about it right away like it was announced but when they announced the tenant and and uh, Catherine Tate were coming back mm-hmm. to do three specials. I, I, you know, I went, oh, well, maybe they're doing s- stories, you know, they'll fit them in, like they're doing right. Dr. Yeah. Era. I yeah. did not know until later. Mm-hmm. I knew before the regeneration, but I did not know till later that it was like a new. Right. Doctor. So let's talk about the but specials. The specials. It's been a. Uh, uh, which one was your favorite? Oh, the the giggle. Um, uh, the giggle. Okay, the most recent one. I mean, they were all great. I, I love the blue, them. blue Wild yonder. Blue yonder really surprised I me. Really like that one. And that was the one going into it. We knew the least. That about. felt like really classic cool though. That one. Yeah, and and when you realize that was just the two of them. Yes. Yeah. It's a classic bottle episode. Just two people stuck just in a place. Uh, and and chose. The talent and the history, how well the two of them worked together. Yeah, the and, dialogue was great between the two of them. You know, uh, the two of them have clearly become such great friends because yeah. they've done so much together. Um, but uh, and I yeah. like the little play, like how, like now, like gravity, no ma- mavity now, mavity. <laughs> the mavity of the situation. Yeah, but then you get into the, I mean, the body horror of it all. But oh yeah, and creepy the, it got creepy a little bit very there. creepy yeah uh, i it got i mean that one bit where the fake t- doctor bend back bends over and then his head comes up between his legs that was a little cartoony right but a I lot was, of the rest yeah. of it was I when they were get, growing like, and chasing them that yeah. was i mean if i had been a kid that that would have been very... i also get weirded out when when the doctor like mentions modern pop culture stuff like they mentioned venom i was like whoa that's weird <laughs> and it's something they do a lot more now obviously yeah. than they ever did in the classic series the classic series almost did not take place in in in, in like you, you couldn't tell right uh well there was a whole period there where like in the third doctor era where they always wanted to be slightly in the future anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so they avoided specifically making pop culture references because right. they didn't want it to be that referential uh, yeah, which uh, as a, a pop culture reference can really date something. Yes, it does. Yeah, instantly. So, uh, you have to be very careful with them. But I think, like, if, if you're referencing Venom, Venom is a forty-year-old character on his right. own. I felt that in my hips and my and my knees. <laughs> Venom is forty. Oh, I was there when it was first created. You know, <laughs> I remember it. Yeah. But, um. But the uh, the uh, I, they walk a very nice line with it. I think sometimes with uh, right. most of the time with Doctor. Every yeah. now and then a clunker will get through. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but for the most part, I thought all three specials were great. The first one I knew very well. I mean, and I, I don't know if it was just me, but I thought um, the budget looked way bigger. Uh, I mean. A lot has happened behind the scenes at Doctor Who mm-hmm. since Russell T mm-hmm. came back. Uh, his studio, Bad Wolf Studios, now is the producing entity mm-hmm. where the BBC and the BBC is just a presenting partner. Yeah, which means 
they get to do a lot. Uh, BBC pays money for the show, but the budget's coming from Bad Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bad Wolf made a deal originally with Sony, and then it moved on to Disney. Right. Uh, with I guess maybe it was with Fox and Disney. I'm not sure the, the specific. But yeah, Disney obviously now is a big uh, yeah. part of the Doctor Who Hooniverse. <laughs> I mean that's what they call it when you when uh the Hooniverse now in the UK mm-hmm. for the streaming channel because it's on on streaming in there mm-hmm. they've got a channel it's called the Hooniverse where you can watch any episode of Doctor Who wow okay. except for the first one yeah um, well I, I think a lot of episodes from the first season were, were lost right the first season well no the first season one exists and you can watch it on uh, BritBox here in the United States. Mm-hmm. You can watch it on. I think it shows up occasionally on. But then some of the episodes they got like destroyed or something. They love a lot of them got destroyed, uh, and then they have been found. I know they did animated remakes. Animated recreations of a bunch of episodes. Mm -hmm. I think they just announced, or they're about to announce, that the Celestial Toy Maker, which is what this story, uh, the Giggle, is a sequel of, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a lost story, is going to be the next one to be. They did manage to get a, a couple of scenes from that though. Well, I think there's one episode that survived because uh, I mean, obviously, in those stories, we're all uh, yeah. serial, so they took four, anywhere between two and twelve episodes over the history of the show for one story. Uh, and I think Celestial Toymaker has one surviving episode. Plus, there they brought like clips because like they would sell the show to other countries. Right. Australia was the big one where they would sell the show. And then the Australian broadcasters would go, okay, we're cutting this because of violence or you know, oh, wow. it's too scary or whatever. Okay. So they'd have these little clips they because they were literally filmed. Mm-hmm. And the episodes would get, you know, at the end of the of, of the purchase, the show, because it's really a rental. Because they, they're like, oh, you can buy, we'll send you the film and you can air the show three times or whatever. Uh, at the end of that, they were either supposed to return the film or destroy it, depending on what the BBC told them to do. Uh-huh. the whole episodes got junked or sent back or whatnot but they kept those cut pieces uh-huh. and those got found years later wow, wow. and of course that some some places they never got rid of the episodes they were just sitting in, um, you know, on Vault. shelves oh, yeah. and that's how they found a lot of those episodes mm-hmm. wow. but that uh, those first uh the celestial Tremaker, i believe is season three and that's one of the harder hit um mm-hmm. Seasons, seasons three and four are really sadly missing. Right. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually I haven't seen a lot of the first season, and uh, I, I've the seen first two of... seasons yeah. are are pretty complete. There's only one yeah. story missing from the first season, uh, uh, completely, um, and it's supposed to be a really good one. I hear it's Marco Polo. Oh. Wow. And it's a true historical. Uh, mm. It's, you know. Um, and then uh, in the now, second second season, only two episodes are missing. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, there's the unofficial Doctor Who movies for, that Hammer did. Remember those? Uh, was it? I, I know that there was a bunch of in was that. It Hammer? Who did that? I don't think it was Hammer. Well, uh, there was the two, the Doctor, uh, they starred Peter Cushing. That's why yeah. it feels like it's Hammer, but I don't think it's Hammer. It wasn't Hammer, right? It wasn't Hammer. Okay. Um, they, where they had uh, those two Peter Cushing movies, yeah. Doctor Who and the Daleks and Doctor Who, Daleks Invasion Earth, uh-huh. are actually direct 
I don't want to say direct, but they they use the same script, right, as the William Hartnell episodes, and they, they just, don't they don't they're not official canon. They're not canon. Yeah. Uh, if you read uh, Stephen Moffat's adaptation of of uh, the Day of the Doctor, I believe mm-hmm. it's the Day of the Doctor. It's one of his ad- one of his novelizations of one of his stories. They talk about this idea that Ian and uh, Barbara, which was the first two human companions for right. the Doctor, uh, when they left the Doctor, they ended up uh, getting involved in production and they uh, broke the scripts. That's a good movies. idea. <laughs> so the movies are real in the Doctor Who universe. Okay. The that they're created by former companions right. telling their stories. Huh. That's so, that's funny. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, this is why I have you on the show. You're like an expert. I, I just have too much time on my hands, really. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of people did not realize that the first special, The Star Beast, uh-huh. is actually an adaptation of a 1980 oh, comic, comic book. Right, yeah. Uh, with the fourth Doctor. Mm-hmm. And this comic, uh, which it, it appeared, the Doctor Who comics at that time appeared as part of a Doctor Who weekly magazine. Yeah. Um, and it, so it was like eight, like just like the TV show was. I think Marvel story- used to reprint them. What? I think Marvel used to reprint them in America. Marvel did reprint them for a while. I mean, the magazine in, in the UK was printed by Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but that first story, the Star Beast uh, the, uh, that they did there, was actually drawn by David Gibbons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw some pictures of that online. Yeah. And uh, well, when they, re- uh, when they eventually did start printing Doctor Who comics in America, uh, uh, issue number one was the Star Beast story. Oh, wow. Got it right, got it right there. Oh wow! So, like, how close is it to the storyline? Uh, I mean, the basic story is the same, and I mean, the the they did a wonderful job of being true to the design of the characters. The There's movie. no Donna, so like, what what is the? Uh, they actually in the comic they actually introduce a new companion. Uh-huh. Uh, the idea would have been that this story would have kind of fit between Leela and Romana. Because mm-hmm. K9's already there. Mm-hmm. Uh they introduced a new companion, Sharon. Okay. And she, uh, Rose, uh Donna's daughter, pretty much fills the role that Sharon does in the okay. comic. Okay. Uh and in in the comic, Sharon left with the doctor at the end of it. Okay. And uh so Sharon was the companion over several months of the Doctor Who comic. Um an interesting thing about her is Sharon is actually the first. Uh, character uh, companion of color oh. that, that recurred in any Doctor Who media. Huh. Um, so, oh, yes, that's cool info. I did not know that actually. Yes. Uh, uh, during the, but the comics are not canon, also. Yeah, again, well, I always say with Doctor Who, everything can be canon. Uh, because There's a way to explain it. Yes. Yeah. Because, because it's, it, it, I mean, Doctor Who itself, even the canon of Doctor Who is... I know. They, it's, they destroyed Atlantis three different times. There it's wibbly-wobbly. They are <laughs> two different versions of the Loch Ness Monster. You right, know? yeah. So, so it's very, you know, the, there is no canon uh, like there is, like, say, Star Trek. Right, right, right. Star Trek was much stricter, especially later on, about making the pieces all fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it's a good story... It's a canon story for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, some some people are sticklers to that, so yeah. that's why I wanted to get I mean, it out there. I mean, you got the whole idea. For me, it's like until something directly contradicts yeah. it on 
on the screen, uh -huh. you you can always kind of enjoy the idea that these other stories are canon. I kind of wanted to see, like, uh, in these specials, I wanted to see some of the older companions from Tenant's time show up in those three specials. Like, I was kind of hoping to see Torchwood come back, you know. Um, well, uh, I, mean, I mean, obviously, who knows what's going to come next. But the Tenth Doctor uh, really had very limited i mean i guess right there at the end of the season four with journey's end where he met yeah, they had some some meeting yeah. yeah um but uh i mean they always kind of kept them separate because the bbc and russell t they they didn't want younger fans to go oh there's this yeah. whole side of doctorhood torchwood what is it and of course uh um jonathan barrowman who would come back to doctor who in a heartbeat if the phone mm -hmm. rang saying hey we got a role for jack you know he'd be on the plane but uh i mean uh he had some unfair criticisms and issues, uh, I I feel, uh, from uh, un unlike, say, uh, Mickey, who had... Uh, right, uh, yeah. Well, had, he had, has uh, some issues going on. And, and they all happened, and they happened at the same time, so they kind right. of lumped together. Right. I mean, obviously, he has returned as Jack since that happened, because he was in this two uh 13th doctor stories mm -hmm. um but um i like i like unit coming forward i like unit to be i do like unit and i actually would, wouldn't mind to see a unit like spinoff uh disney money looking for content i'm hearing stories i'm hearing that yeah. i mean that's the reason we got a classic companion working at unit uh, yeah I, I i think also in jody's episode they showed a couple of them working at unit too uh well, uh, uh, yeah, and that last in that story there, Tegan and uh, Ace both are at least freelancers with right. Unit. Yeah, I mean, know. it's a good idea to actually incorporate all the sidekicks, like past sidekicks, into. Uh, I find it interesting that they they spend a little moment there in the story setting up Donna working with Unit. Yeah, yeah. So that keeps her. Kind and of you know, Tenant is around, so you can actually have him be a part of Unit. Who knows? Who knows? I I mean I think he's a I, the idea would be that there is this uh, uh, possibility for him to come back. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of discussion right now about well, what does this mean? Does this mean there's two different Doctor Who's timelines running forward? Will fourteen again regenerate later on into a different Doctor, and then fifteen like we'd have two lines? That is interesting. Like, can he also regenerate? Well, uh, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing conversationally, is that he does regenerate, and he re regenerates into Shooty. Okay. We're just seeing them out of time. I'm seeing a, a message here, just a heads up, 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, the idea that uh, that uh, the, his, because uh, it happens there, he says that we're doing rehab out of order. Okay. I'm better because you take this time to get better. You be mm -hmm. I become you, but I'm here now. So at some point he will go on. And then apparently Russell T said something along the lines of because of what happens in the story and by generation, that pretty much every past doctor suddenly found themselves at the moment of regeneration 
also doing the same thing. So that mm-hmm. Tom Pertwee, uh, you know, Tom Baker got up, left, but uh, Tom Pertwee also got up off that floor in the, in 1974. Mm-hmm. Tom Baker got up off of the ground after falling off the uh, the uh, the ter- radio telescope. This That's idea that they all go on to yeah. have, and it's kind of supported by this idea of going back to the first. Uh, the the five doctors uh-huh. the first doctor in the garden clipping roses yeah it gets scooped up that's the first doctor who knows he's regenerated mm-hmm. who knows so it's very curious that, that this idea that this could be what's where this can go mm-hmm. i don't uh, like that like when that doctor reaches the end of his life mm-hmm. whatever it be they don't regenerate again right interesting uh mm-hmm. that's at least that's what i'm hearing i i i have not been totally tapped into because there's a lot of noise a lot of people there's a lot i mean we're in a world today where everybody can get their opinion out mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and and it's great but it's still a lot to process uh i see a lot of it on tiktok right now yeah 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 uh, and you know especially youtube yeah they have opinions yeah I mean, um but you a- know we we've seen the new doctor now yeah. Shooty, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna even tr- try to attempt to say it. I'm no, Shooty Gatla. No, I'm gonna butcher it. But um, what is your first thoughts? You've seen him. Uh, I, I've seen him on other things before. I knew he was gonna be a great talent. Uh, so much energy. I'm excited to see right. what's next. Um, saw the trailer for the Christmas special. I would say the only criticism I had was I thought he felt a little bit too overconfident as the doctor. I think that, I mean, that they get... Because usually when I, they regenerate, they're like a little loopy, you know, a little confused. But because and, we had the situation where he was there with the doctor before him. Right. It was a... It, it's I think that they should have been a little bit of a transitional period where he's like, well, you know, you know, he, he yeah. just was just right there, you know already uh, i i i you know for me it's like we've seen that we've seen that several times right i'm okay without it you know okay uh you know um, this is why we have opinions yes <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I i'm i'm curious to see how he goes forward i want to see like little changes and see how he goes about it yes. and uh, and i mean they've already started shooting his second season oh his wow first season, his it first is? season all done Oh, I did not know that. In no. in in the can, I guess it starts in January. Well, um, what I forgot was like uh, British actors are not part of the SAG, right? Yeah, they were not part of the strike. So, yeah, so they, they were, were probably shooting. Along. That's why. Okay. They could not promote the specials okay. on Disney here right. until the res- until resolved. Yeah. Uh, but because they, they are sister unions. They're right, not- right. Uh, but they could work on right on through British equity mm-hmm. on on the shows. So they filmed his whole first season, which I think is only eight stories, but I okay. could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've already filmed next Christmas's special. Oh wow! Um, okay. And uh, and and now they've just started filming season two for him they they say they're going to call this, this new season doctor who season one. Oh, okay but between you and me they said the exact same thing when matt smith took over uh-huh. Uh-huh. so i'm like 
we'll see how well that sticks around. Like they can say it all they want, but you know, right. you know, it makes it easier for younger people to yeah, like, that's, and that's the, that's part of the, you know, plus the fact that now it's a Disney co-production. So right. it's like the new, and it is a new show. It's always all like, you know, when a, a comic book reboots, it's like yes. issue one after like 1 million issues before that, you know, <laughs> but, it, but if you look at the current issues of uh, Wonder Woman and, Batman and Superman, they all have legacy numbers on them. Right, right. <laughs> yes, it's Batman issue 137, but it's legacy 900. And, like, and they put those in there so when they get close enough to mm-hmm. you know, yeah. number 1,000, they can suddenly switch back to Right, the right. But, you know, uh, we're running out of time here. So... We are running out of time. I'm yes, yes, yes. But I loved having you on. Uh, we got to have you on again. Anytime. Uh, I'm, 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 Christmas I've got... special, right? Yes. Come back to talk Christmas special also talk about anything else uh doctor who or other stuff if you ever hey if you ever want to talk farscape hit me up i love farscape you know definitely we have to do that we definitely call me dead yes 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 so uh david where can we see you uh right now what what are you doing uh i'm still uh uh, among the creative team at geek anything with Mm -hmm. our good friend jordan yeah Um, i've been on a sabbatical of late um Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get back to it uh my socials, I'm on Instagram and TikTok uh, at David at 52. So that's D-A-V-I-D-A-T-52. Yeah, you should really start your own podcast, you know, Doctor Who podcast or something. I, you know, there are so many people with podcasts. I, I, I feel like I might... Who wants to listen to this? You're really knowledgeable. You really have a good presence. You can also find me on on, on TikTok under Gen X Geek, which is a, okay. where I do like I just actually did a whole thing of talking about the uh the Star Beast uh being okay. it. So you can find me on on those socials. Um but uh hey, yeah. Plus, you know, if you're in the city, look around, see somebody go running past you, it might be me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm training for the uh, uh, the L.A. and the New York Marathons next Cool. Year. Congrats. Yeah, I hope you do very well there. All right. Thank you for having me. It's been great catching up with you. And uh, like I said, anytime somebody wants to talk Doctor Who, I'm, I'm down. Thank you again. Okay. Have a good day. Definitely have to do this again. All right. Thanks. Later. Have a good night.